Oh, hey, welcome to Conversations with the Real MG. This episode I'm very excited about. I'm bringing on one of my clients, actually, who I've worked with for probably about a year now, and I'm very excited to have her share what she does and a bit about her app. Yes, she's created an app that I know everyone listening to this will benefit from. If you have got a business, then you would benefit from hearing about Jade Guest's story as well as her app. So I'm bringing her on to talk all about that and I cannot wait for you to go and check out the Clear Biz System app after listening to this episode. Let's get into it. Welcome to the show, Jade. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. All right, let's get into it. I want to start off by getting you to share with everyone listening who is Jade Guest? Tell us who you are, what you're about, a little bit about your journey to being where you are in business and life today. Okay, awesome. Well, I am a mum of two. I'm married. I live in Esperance. Um, I started my career as a hairdresser at 15. Always wanted to be a hairdresser, so um, followed my dreams to do that. And I worked in my mum's salon for many years. Um, moved to Perth a couple of times, came back. And I actually got sick at age 21, um, which took me on a little bit of a different journey um, and saw me when I got better taking over the hairdressing salon. So um, I was a manager at age 23. I had to help staff, um, train people. I ran, ran the whole show, so it was an experience. Uh, I tried to do some business planning at that stage and didn't do very good. <laughs> but, yeah, at 23, it's pretty young. I went on to um, have my kids. Oh, how old was I? I think I was 25 when I had my daughter. Um, I started playing around with photography. So uh, I went and did a course and really loved it. So I, I started a small hobby business and eventually transitioned from hairdressing into my own small business in photography and later added um, some skills in graphic design. So I started off with a little studio and then from there I accidentally got a job at the Chamber of Commerce for two years uh, working as a business advisor. Yeah, I know. It was I was so not looking for a job. I was totally like focused on where I was going. And then this job opportunity came up and I was like, I love helping people in business. Um, so I took it um, and then I was there for two years and loved it. Um, but actually left to come back into my own business, just found managing um, the two roles was quite a challenge. Um, and then, yeah, since then I started my business app and working again from home, helping anyone in small business that needs it. And as you are describing this, like there's so much that you've done, right? So it's just very clear that you're a very multi-passionate human, like myself as well, uh, which is obviously, you know, makes sense as to how we have come into each other's world, both being multi-passionate businesswomen. And I know that, you know, it's been a journey for you to get to the point of being able to call yourself and say, I am a business coach because I have so much knowledge and experience in this. Um, and you do, you know, when you break that down and you share the variety of things that you have done, especially from a young age, it just shows that, you know, you've got, you've got so much determination, you've got so much experience and so much knowledge. Um, and I appreciate you for jumping on here and sharing some of that. And, and we're going to be talking a bit about your app today, which you so just brushed over as you were talking about it. You're just like, and then I created it. So for anyone listening, um, this might be something that you're just like, oh, wow, you know, for me, when Jay told me she was 
planning on creating an app. I was like, this is amazing, you know, and uh, let's, let's not dumb it down. I want to, I want to get into talking about that, that app because it is exciting. But before we do, I want to ask this question that I have decided to ask in every podcast interview because I've realized we all experience it as business owners. And that is tapping into a breakdown before the breakthrough moment because we all have them. And I know I I mentioned this to you before we hit record and you were like, oh my God, there's a lot of them. Like, which one do I choose? Which in itself is really important because, you know, you're listening to Jade, you can hear all of the things that she's done. Well, she's also had a fuck ton of breakdowns before breakthrough moments. So I'd love for you to share with us what's, what's one that comes up as I ask you about that. And can you, yeah, let us know the, the details. Yeah, cool. So it's probably a bit deep, but I'm just going to go straight in. Um, love it. I was at the chain bar. I was before COVID loving life, like managing like my photography business and I had some amazing clients and then I'll go to the chain for three days and, you know, still doing everything um, that I wanted to do and I felt like my glass was so full. And then COVID happened, um, which made my job a lot more challenging and because I'm an emotional person, a lot of my clients would call me crying and I would get really upset because they thought they were going to lose their business or their houses and all sorts of different things. Um, so that started to really um, wear me down because I didn't have an answer for them. I think no one had an answer at the time. Um, okay. And then within that kind of, I guess, year of having to reshuffle the whole, a whole job, my whole job description, I, um, I did a few projects and stuff as well. Um, yeah, my cousin actually passed away. Um, so she died at 36 and it was a really like, holy shit moment. Like, wow, life is short. You don't know what's going to happen. And as much as I'm a helper, I love helping people. I realized I wasn't putting myself first. I wasn't looking after myself. So yeah, I experienced like, I guess a bit of burnout. Um, I went, I was in bed for like six weeks. I had the worst sinus infection of my life. Um, yeah, and I think it was my body just saying to me, you can't do all of this stuff at once, even though my mind thinks I can. <laughs> yeah, so it was I really... Know, I know that feeling. Yeah, a down moment, and I then got frustrated for a long time going, okay, I'm going to put myself first now. Why am I getting better? Like, you know, there was a good few months there where I, I thought I was doing the right thing, looking after myself, but I probably still wasn't listening to my body. Yeah. Okay. And then what was the the breakthrough as a result of that? Because I guess I probably started working with you uh, not long after that, you know, 2021 was when you became a client of mine. Yeah. Yeah. So like I'd made some decisions to put myself first and, um, and look after my, myself and my business. Um, well, what was the question? Sorry. Um, what was the breakthrough as a result of that? Well, the breakthrough was that, if I don't look after myself, I'm useless to everybody. Um, but, you know, that was like, you know, a year and a half ago. I'm still learning. I'm still learning that journey, I guess, because as soon as someone asks me for help, I get so excited and passionate and I can't wait to give them all the solutions. Um, and I'm still learning to, like, you know, sit back and go, oh, actually, I only work now during the week. I don't work on weekends as well. So putting in boundaries, I think, is a yeah. big thing for me. Absolutely. And it is so important as as a multi-passionate woman in business to have those boundaries because otherwise, because you want to do all the things, all the things can take up so much of the time. 
And another really important part of that, I think, is being organized, right, in your business, which I think can lead really nicely into the purpose of your app. So I'm just going to let you share what your app is and, and why you created it. Yeah, I guess the reason I really created it was thinking of my 23-year-old self. So I would work all day as hard as I possibly could and put in 100%. And at night, um, so the internet wasn't really as good as what it is now. So I was reading books. I was doing courses, trying to understand what a business plan was. I was like, I just don't get it. Like, you know, I don't know how to do a sales forecast. It's too hard. I don't understand. Um, so that was kind of one, the first moment of going, okay, I don't have the tools that I need to run a business. And then when I opened my studio in 2018, um, I was in like, I cut a commercial lease. So I was paying double internet, double phone, and, you know, and obviously the cash flow started to dry up. It was a lot harder at that time than working from home. So, again, I, like, looked at doing business plans, went and did more courses. I was like, they just don't, like, I can't get it right. It doesn't work for me. Um, So I recreated four little booklets that were, like, about social media marketing, um, what did I call it, recipe for success. So I found the information that helped me and I put them into the four little booklets. Um, And then, funny enough, that's what I actually used. I took that to my job interview for the chamber and they were like, wow, this is awesome. So all this information, um, because by this stage it was 2019, um, you could actually find information a lot better than when I was 23. So you could Google things and get that information. But then it's quite overwhelming still. So Oh, yeah. Once you go down a Google hole, you can be stuck there forever. Definitely. And then I think you just research and Google and not actually do anything. So, Mm. you know, I myself have lived this multiple times. Um, and yeah, then I was at the chamber. So we had some fantastic, like amazing resources that we could give to small businesses, but it was still the same thing. It was a word doc. It was 28 pages. It was boring. Um, and I had to help people try and fill it out and, you know, be motivated by it. I'm not motivated by it. So how can I make you motivated by it? Um, so yeah, I started investigating using the information that I had from the four booklets and putting it into an app, um, with a little bit more of the knowledge that I'd learned. Um, at the chamber so I started doing I had all the content ready I tried to do it in a one note that's right that was um that was when COVID was on I tried to do it myself in one note yeah I still have it in one note it's quite cute but you can't feel love that it's quite cute (laughs) I can see my determination but it wasn't going to work but I had to test it out you're like me in the sense that you want to figure things out for yourself first, but sometimes that's actually a really good way to do it because then when you do come to sharing it with others, you know how much has gone into it, you know, and you know all of the, all of the steps and you can also share with, you know, your app developer, you've got more knowledge of what that kind of looks like as well. Oh, definitely. And I think that was another lesson that I learned was even when I was at the chamber, I tried to do everything myself, always. Like, you know, uh, what am I? A multi, um, you know, a micromanager. I like to make sure everything's right. So, yeah, I had to get over that as well um, and realise that I couldn't do this up myself when I needed help. Um, yeah, so I found a developer in December 2021 and we started developing in January and I released it in March. Um, and then we had a few payment gateway issues. If anyone has developed an app, um, you know, it's so much harder to get paid for an app than I realised. 
Um, so we went through all those motions, um, learned a lot about tech, and then pretty much it's now ready to go, easy to use, and, yeah, finally got it to a spot where I want it to be. So what is the app? We want to know the name of it and what it, what does it do for people? Cool. So it's called the ClearViz system. Um, it's seven sections and you don't have to do it all at once. It's not like a full course. Um, it takes you through the steps that you need to start a business, but you can also use it if you've already got an established business. So um, I, like I say, it helps people to start up, but it also helps people at that growth stage. Um, because oh, I can't remember the statistics, it's ridiculous, but 60%, I think it was, of businesses fail in that first year. And that's usually because they jump in without doing enough research um, and they get super excited and run on adrenaline and then go, oh, my gosh, this is actually harder than I realised. So what the app does is it takes you through those steps um, and helps you understand why you're actually going into business is, I think, something people don't realise. Um, and then it's got all the correct information because if you Google ABN, you get 60 million results. Lots of people will go and pay $30 because they think, oh, you're supposed to be paying for it. That's actually third party. You don't pay for an ABN, um, but you don't know what you don't know. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to put it all in one place to just streamline that whole process of starting a business because, yeah, if more people can get through that, then you know, it's a win for everybody because there'll be more small businesses available, there'll be more jobs. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of encouragement and support for that early stage. So that's where I really, I feel passionate about helping those people like get off the ground and staying open. And also what you touched on before with how, you know, you might have done a business plan at the chamber. It's not motivating. It feels boring. And you have that moment yourself of this, well, I've done these business plans and it just doesn't work for me. So a lot of people, when they're going into business, if they don't see the value in doing that because it doesn't motivate them, it feels boring, it doesn't work for them, then they're just not going to do it. And then they'll, you know, get further down the line and go, I don't actually know what my plan is here. What am I even doing? And not necessarily succeed. So it's, yeah. and it's affordable, you know, this kind of, kind of work can become really expensive so having an app that's affordable that's on your phone or on your computer wherever you go to fill in and even you know you've talked about early days but I've used this app myself when setting up the Unstoppables portal I was thinking about the different areas of business that we need to make sure that we cover in the Unstoppables because you know I have zones of genius that are my zone of genius and areas of business that are not my zone of genius and that app gave me, as someone who's been in business for almost six years now, the framework, you know, to go, okay, well, let's look at the big picture, not just my zone of genius, but what are all the pieces and who can I bring in to the unstoppables that can help, you know, fill those gaps. And so even though I'm not new to business, that was really helpful for me. So it's not just you know, people that are just starting up, but anyone that really wants to have that overall structure and place to put, you know, what are what are your operations? What is your SWOT analysis? Um, you know, what are your offers? Going through your marketing, all of that kind of thing, all of those areas of business that are so important uh, that even a few years in, you might not be nailing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, like, business is a journey, Um like I still have moments when I struggle. There's definitely, it's not, you know, just because I have an app and I filled it all in and I understand a lot about business, it doesn't mean that everything is perfect in my world. 
So, you know, I don't want people to download the app and go, oh, yeah, I've got the app, everything's going to be great. Like, you know, it still takes hard work and dedication. And um, I think building a village. So I used to say to my clients all the time, you can't be good at everything. Um, yeah, find your, um, your genius zone and then find what you are not good at or you don't like doing and, and outsource or that's where you would employ somebody. Um, and that's one of the things that I used to say all the time, and I guess I don't say this much because I haven't been seeing the um, volume of people as what I did at the chamber, but I'd always start with The E-Myth. Have you heard of that book by Michael E. Gerber? What was the, the book again? The E-Myth. E-Myth. Oh, yes, I've heard of the book, but I haven't read it. So it's written in the 80s. Like, it's amazing because, you know, most things these days are a lot more, I guess, up to date, but... It still, um, for me, is a huge thing. When I read that book, I was like, wow, I had such an aha moment. So it's about the three personalities you need to run a business. So, you know, everyone's a technician. So say when I'm a photographer, I've learned all the skills of being a photographer. I'm great at doing my job. I love it. But you also need to be an entrepreneur and a manager. So, like, your manager is making sure your systems are in place and that, you know, you've got your, your cash flow working well and then your entrepreneur is, like, planning and looking forward. Um and doing your marketing and things like that. So usually you'll find one area that some people will be less, you know, um, passionate about. So for me, the systems have been a lot harder to put into place. I've got them now, but it's, it was harder for me to do that than planning and goal setting and, you know, going off on the living in the dreams type entrepreneur world. Um, so when people understood that, they started to realise, okay, I don't have to be good at everything. I just have to work out what I'm good at and stick to that. And the beauty of the way we do business now compared to the 80s as well, you know, like the 80s was really about working for the man, you know, like going and getting a job, working in corporate, whereas now, especially since COVID, you know, people have worked out they can do their own thing, but everyone has their own zone of genius. So why not collaborate and connect with people and actually, you know, bring people together in that way? And and there is so much beauty in that because then we get to connect in different ways and work within our zone of genius. I'm really curious about the name of that book, though, E-Myth. It sounds like it's related to the internet, but it's from the 80s. Yeah, I have to go there. I don't know as you're wondering which called the E-Myth. Yeah, so she's got it right behind her. Small businesses <laughs> don't work and what to do about it. I've never actually researched why he called it that. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I'm like, Emit sounds like something that's being written post two thousand, you know, and it's from the eighties. So now I now I'm very curious about that. But uh, you're right, it's amazing. Um, it's really about those hats that everyone wears in a business, multiple hats. As well, in the second part of the book, he calls it the turnkey revolution, where you finally get the keys to your business once you put the systems in. Because I know for me, looking back, you know, age 23, running a salon, I thought I was the only, body, only one that could do it this way, as good as I could do it. Um, and then so that meant I was tied to the business. I couldn't go on holidays. I couldn't be away for a day because everyone needed me. So um, by learning and putting systems into place in your business so that it can actually function without you is actually a positive. That's a good thing. <laughs> but people didn't realise that back in the day. Yeah. And I think particularly for women, and this is a generalisation, so if there's any woman listening to this and they feel offended, this is a generalisation, but mostly for women, we like to be in control. You know, like we have we have control issues, a lot of women. And so being able to let go of that is hard. I do want to speak into this a bit more about systems. Is there anything in particular that you feel is 
like one of the most important systems or processes that you want to have in place in your business so that you can start, you know, really running a empire because, you know, you've got those in place. Is there any in particular that really stand out as the most important? Oh, there's a few. Like I think communication is huge. Like if you have a team, you have to learn how to communicate with your staff um, and by that, like having proper job descriptions so that they know exactly what is expected of them. Um, in lots of workplaces that I helped out, um, majority of the time, their problems were coming from people not treating people nicely or no clear direction on where the actual whole business was going. So I think that comes from the director or the person at the top. They need to know, they need to be clear, they need to do the work, and then it, it flows on down. Uh, for me, my biggest problem has always been time management, and I get excited and see shiny objects everywhere. So time management for me is a huge thing. Um, and I have a couple of systems in place at work. Um, but I also need to be flexible because um, because I'm doing photo shoots quite often things will change or people will um, change meetings and things like that. So I need to be adaptable but have the system behind there to go, okay, you know, that's how I manage, you know, sometimes four to six shoots a week plus doing my app and other things. So it's just being, well, being better with my time but also allowing, like we talk about, the space. So when I do have some time, I can be a bit of an airy fairy and go all over the place and start looking at things and, you know, and let let the um, creativity flow. So, yeah, we've done heaps of work on that, haven't we? Yes. And and it's something that I'm constantly talking about, probably because it's a reminder I need in my own world, in my own energy, is having that space and, you know, letting that. Sometimes you need to procrastinate because when you procrastinate, different ideas come in and, yeah, you know, I've got whole theories on this. And um, I, I do just want to backtrack, though, because the first thing you said was about communication, right? How do you have, for anyone that maybe doesn't have a team yet or only has a small team, how do you have a communication system? Like, what does that look like or a communication process in a business? I think it depends on the industry. Um, yep. So, like, you know, at the moment, I don't, have a full team like I've got contractors I outsource that way um, but when I was hairdressing I was working with 16 year old girls predominantly so how I would communicate with them would be different from working at the chamber um, so at the chamber we would have to have weekly meetings where we discuss things and have open time to to be vulnerable like you know things are a too stringent these days so sometimes you have to be able to have a meeting where you relax have a cup of tea everyone can say what they need to say and move on from that. So I guess in a system way, it's almost reverse of a system. <laughs> so it's being um, flexible and able to listen to everyone because you get more engagement from people if they're heard. Um, it's almost then- like the values though, like that flexible, open listening kind of thing, you know, that can be almost systemized by saying when we work together, we are open, we're, you know, when we have our weekly meetings, that there's a structure there, you know, like so we have a structure for these conversations. Um, and I think the weekly meetings is a big one. I know my first, the first person I hired to work with me, and I'd never hired anyone to work with me before. So, of course, I had no freaking idea what I should be doing to manage my communication effectively. We didn't have a weekly meeting and uh, there wasn't any really specific way that we were going to communicate with each other. And it wasn't until you know, things started to turn to shit that I went, what, what am I supposed to do here to turn this around? 
And my coach at the time said to me, are you having a weekly meeting with your assistant? And I said, well, no. We instantly implemented that 20 minutes on a Monday and it changed everything. So having that weekly meeting, you know, and, and that was, it was a structure. And I guess when I started business, I didn't understand what a structure in business looked like because in my brain, I'm not very structured. Yeah. It didn't come naturally to me. Um, There's also some amazing programs. So I was a part of the Festival of the Wind for two, um, well, it was a biannual event. Um, The first year we did everything kind of, you know, just winging it and we got it together and, you know, it still worked. The second time I did it, we had an amazing leader and she had everything on Slack. So um, that's an app that you can use and you can, um, some people can go into each channel. Um, So for a big team, I can't remember how many we had on there. We had a board and then we had a whole lot of volunteers and then we had some paid workers. Everybody knew exactly what they were supposed to be doing Um, Mm -hmm. and it was fun. It wasn't so, like, you know, too structured, you know, like that's what we're talking about, like with the audience and stuff like that, like whoever you've got in your team, you need to relate to them. So for us that worked really well. Um, And I do use monday.com and I have used Asana, um, but I think just having that one channel of communication with your team so that they don't go, oh, wait, now my boss is on uh, Facebook and then emailing and, you know, you lose where you're at. So it doesn't have to be hard. I think keeping it simple and understanding your team. So, yeah, with, like, with the hairdressers, um, we how I would communicate with them wasn't necessarily the same. We had a big board out the back with all your dreams and hopes and stuff like that because I was such a dreamer. I would always encourage them, like, what are, what are you guys going to do and, you know, where do you want to take your hairdressing careers, um, knowing that, you know, women, young women are not going to want to stay in Esperance in a hairdressing salon forever. And so a lot of them went off and did things and they came back. And I'm, like, mm. super proud of the fact that I built those relationships early on. Um, so I think, yeah, communications and relationships are extremely important. And even with not having team members, just with, if you've got clients, Having those clear communication channels with your clients is really important to have in your in your systems of your business. I remember when I first started coaching, I just, you know, I did my video calls from Messenger, Facebook Messenger, and I had, you know, my clients on Messenger. But then, of course, I also had my friends and my family on Messenger. And so it kind of blurred that line between personal and professional conversation. And I guess because I was personal coaching, it still felt personal, but then I was always available to my clients and that then encroached on my boundaries. So the systems can change the way you feel about your boundaries, just kind of gives you permission to have that line in the sand of where I'm working versus where I am, you know, with friends and family. Um, And I had to learn that the hard way because I burnt out, like I had a, you know, breakdown before the breakthrough moment myself where I went, I'm literally working seven days a week because everyone contacts me on Messenger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas then I I made the change to having those one-to-one clients just be on Telegram, um, which was was brilliant. So I think even if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, you know, oh, I don't have a team, which by the way, you might do at some point. So you still need to think about these things, right? But even if you've got clients, it's good to have that clear system of communication I've got um my mum uses slack and they use it in their business and I always find it really funny how it's called slack yeah like, it's a strange name yeah it's a weird word for like workplaces like oh I'll see you on slack we'll talk on slack I don't know I just anyway I guess it's memorable <laughs> it is definitely I actually remember colors so you know I just think pink and yellow and green when I think um slack yep 
but yeah, for us, it was just, it was great. Um, and yeah, I think like the communication, like I know I get sometimes the same when I have a client that I'm working with that will message me all day, all hours of the day about all sorts of different things. Um, and it actually sometimes says, oh, sorry, I'm actually with my kids at the moment, but I'll get back to you later. So not ignoring them or, um, you know, like they're, they still, I still want to talk to them, but just putting the boundaries in that right now is my kid time. So I'll get back to you. And I used to say, I'll get back to you and not put a time. Now I'm really clear um, with, so say yesterday I did a photo shoot and I know that it needs to be edited straight away, but I have a full day today. So I've said, um, I've taken the photos, but I won't get them to you until Saturday morning. So that's clear. They know exactly what's expected, uh, what I'm going to be doing, and then I'll get that done by that time. So yeah, I think I learned that back in the hairdressing days, and it's something that I'm trying to carry through all the time now. And it helps you to know when you're going to do it too, because then you've kind of you've slotted that into your own time management, and they know what that is, and then no one can be disappointed because you've you've got it set yeah. aside, and they know when it's coming. Absolutely, and then if I can't do something, I'm always super honest. So that's one of my things for this year is being honest and saying sorry. I didn't get it to you like I, I would and don't have to give like a big rambling reason <laughs> like I used to have to justify everything. I'll get it to you by this day. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people just appreciate that level of communication, even if it's not getting to them the time that they need to, as long as you communicate. I think that's the worst thing. I've been getting my teeth done, as you know, this year. And honestly, like I've just been so frustrated with the communication because they haven't got back to me because they haven't got an appointment time. but if they would just get to me and say, hey, we're looking, we haven't got anything yet and kind of keep me updated, then I would stop harassing them. Oh, yeah. Or don't get me started on the medical system. Remember, I spent a whole year in the medical system and 18 years of testing. Um, yeah, uh, that that's a system that is just so, I think, in the masculine, they don't connect with people or realise mm. that just by doing that would mean that you can continue with your life. Exactly, exactly. So it, uh, we won't get started on that because no, I can ramble on it as well. Medica medical system, education system, all of those things I could just ramble on about and whinge about, but we won't go there. Definitely. Yes. So I want to ask a little bit about what is, what's next for you, your business journey and for your app? Cool. Well, I'm just finishing off my leadership program at the moment. So um, that I've got three more trips to Perth, which has been fantastic. Um, then I'm looking at next year going into a shared workspace. So I'm hoping to establish that in Esperance. In my ideal perfect day, I would be in a beautiful space. Um, my app would be selling in the background um, and I want to create a team. So I want to get um, like an admin staff member that can help me with my managing of my everyday chaos. Um, yeah, and working one-on-one -on -one with businesses that, that need the help and that motivation in the beginning. Um, I've also got my courses. So even though um, I've had another coach tell me that I need to just go straight in and do a high-ticket offer, it's like that doesn't sit with me. That's not right because my business startups, they don't have five grand to just, you know, mm. go through growth. You know, I didn't in the very beginning either. So I want to be able to help people at all different stages. So, yes, I have got some higher ticket offers that I can help people if they are more established, but I can still help people at that very early stage with the app that's $58. And then I've also got some courses where I've recorded um, how to start up a business as well. So, 
you know, I've got three stages of ways that I can help help people in, in business. Yeah. And of course, you know, those high ticket offers, you don't need to sell as many of them anyway. So it can just lead into a natural conversation where someone might be ready for it. Whereas, you know, your lower ticket offers are, like you say, for people right at those starting stages where they're not, you know, don't necessarily have $5,000 to invest. So exactly. you've got, t- tell us about the courses that you've got, because I know you've got, is it three? I've got four short courses. Um, and oh, actually to add to your last question, I would I want to do more training. So I do a few courses at the moment, Not nothing else for the rest of this year, but I'm teaching small businesses how to use graphic design and photography. Um, so they are photography, basics of photography for business. So I could take them through the lighting options, um, all the different techniques that I use. Uh, graphic design, so all the formats and understanding so that you can create your own content. Uh, Basics of marketing is the longest course, so that's just over an hour. I've made them quite short, it's a lot of information in a small amount of time, but I wanted to make it valuable and we're all um, time poor these days. And then the last one is the business foundations. So that takes you through um, pretty much the things you need to do to start up a business. They're all super affordable, right? I know we've talked about this price point before because I'm always like, Jade, they are worth so much more. Yeah. Do you want to share with the audience uh, what price point these four courses are at? Yeah, so you can buy them as a package for $279 or you can buy them separately for um, $97 each. Yeah, amazing. So we'll make sure there's a link in the show notes for those as well, uh, as well as as well as your app too, because obviously, you know, this is just a really obvious full body fuck yes kind of thing if you're in business with your early stage or not just to have that at your fingertips um, being able to you know look through navigate your business plan and feel like you know you're organized this is one of the things I've always struggled with is just feeling organized feeling like I know that I have a plan and it's something I've had to work out really hard so it's just so good that there is now an app for this right we can literally access it seven days a week although we shouldn't because we need to take time off right yeah. oh yeah that's right boundaries yeah <laughs> boundaries uh so is there anything else that you wanted to share with conversations with the real mg today i feel like i've shared lots um i can't think of anything right now other than yeah where you can find me and um i want to come to perth next year so if there's any amazing things on um next year you think i should be at just let me know and they can connect with you over at, you've got two Instagrams, one for your app and one for your own, I guess, personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm on TikTok. Have you tried TikTok yet? Oh, you're on TikTok now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. No, I'm not on TikTok, but apparently I should be. Oh, you can definitely share all of the stuff you do on your reels because you do such a great job. Um, yeah. I'm loving TikTok, but it is okay. amazing. It is, but like you say, if you can use content already that you've already created, then why not? So what is your TikTok handle? Uh, Jade underscore guest, I think I am. I'll get you to send me the links after this and then I'll pop them in the show notes. Because I guarantee you there's people that are listening that have TikTok. Like most of my friends have TikToks. I get sent TikToks and I'm like, guys, I can't open this. I don't want, I don't want to get sucked into another app, but the more I'm hearing it, the more I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I think I will because I like fun. You know, fun is one of my own personal values as well as business values. And TikTok seems like the kind of place where fun hangs out. So, absolutely. So my husband and I have it where he's reels and I'm TikTok. 
and he yeah. said reels I'm like I like TikTok better I saw that like months ago <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, because TikTok does set the trends, doesn't it? Like it's actually on TikTok before it heads to Insta. Yeah. All right, all right. I think you might have convinced me. <laughs> well, come follow me. <laughs> I will. I will. We'll connect over on. I mean, we're connecting in that many places now, but yes, I will connect on on TikTok. Um. All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Conversations with the Real NG today, and I look forward to continuing to follow and support your journey and for people that have listened today to connect and follow with what you're doing as well. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me and for all of your help and support. I couldn't have done a lot of the things that I've done so quickly without your support. And, um, oh, yeah, I guess I can finish on that. Like, I've, yeah, I've created this amazing app, but I still think you really need to build, like, a village and people around you that can support you through the whole business journey. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. That was a great way to finish amazing i hope you took a lot away from that episode i'll make sure there are links in the show notes for you to go and check out jade's courses as well as her app and before we finish up just a reminder that you can get a vision 2023 workbook for free you can go through and reflect on 2022 make plans for 2023 and make sure that you've got yourself set up in a way that energetically mindset wise and strategy you can actually make those goals happen. Go and check the link in the show notes for that now. I'll see you back here next week. Peace out. I'm MG.